Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is Wednesday afternoon, and I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rushall, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we make up this team that we do this show every single day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. It's heading back to the window with Scott and Scott as we attempt to uh, guide you on that perilous journey to make money in the world of sports betting. Scott, how'd your day go yesterday? Overall, went pretty well. I believe we hit basically everything in sight. I think I was, we disagreed about the Michigan State game, which you were on the right side of. Oh, we kind of split actually, because I like the under. Right. But yeah, I think we basically got everything right, right? I mean, I'm trying to think. We both had Arkansas. We liked Miami. We liked really just all the right sides. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not, not, not a, missing something? No, it was a good day for me on the show. Bad day for me in my, in, in my real life pick. So yeah, not, uh, not not ideal. My totals kind of uh, shit the bed yesterday. Only two picks I hit fading my two favorite teams, Mizzou and K State. Faded them both and uh, uh, into into the face of double digits, and really never e- either one of them ever in doubt. As uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of one game that we were just wrong on, and I can't think of one. There you go, Brandon uh, Dello's checking in, and uh, eating a Big Mac Daddy burger on lunch. Watching you guys doesn't get any better. I agree, buddy. Have we? Have you tried one of those fucking fish air and land air and sea things with the chicken sandwich, the fish sandwich, and the burger? Is that oh, a- big Kahuna burger? <laughs> is that a real thing? That I've seen is it. Is a tasty burger? I've seen it on Twitter. Is that a real burger? That 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 triple threat thing, or is that just something somebody made up? The triple threat uh, heart clogger supreme. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, you can't eat it, but. Uh, that's. I just mean in general. That's. I, I don't know. I, I feel like a burger. Don't get me wrong, with cheese on it. I'm sure would be good. Yeah. But when you throw on like four patties with some bacon on top, isn't yeah. it overkill at some point? Oh yeah, and literally, <laughs> literally, it's over. I went to. A... I don't even mean from a health reason. I just mean from a taste. Are you actually going to be able to taste all four burgers at the same? Like I don't. I don't know what we're doing. Dude, I went through. Uh, I went through Burger King the other night. My wife laced her fish sandwich. I got a salad. Yeah, I really did. And uh, okay, classic. They've got the chicken ching thing on there, and okay. I'm look. I'm looking at the calories. I'm looking it up. It's like twenty four hundred fucking calories for for this sandwich, and that might be the combo. But I think the sandwich itself is like eighteen nineteen with fifty grams of fat. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Come on, come on, people. So yeah, it's good to be here, guys. Preston Burks in the house. Super Sly Thomas Bo. Uh, David, I'm gonna take a shot at. Oh, Yankowitz. Okay, there you go. Uh, keep rocking on, boys. Uh, uh, are do you are doing a great job? Thanks, an awesome job. Thanks, David. We appreciate it. Good to see you in the house. Um, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see if we can keep it going. We like I said, the show was good advice. It's uh it's going well. Yeah, Preston Burke, uh, Peter Wolf. Hey, what's up, Peter? I Peter Wolf. Every time I, every time I say his name and I, I do the do 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 do, and I I actually realized last night as I'm laying in bed that's Peter Gunn. So now I feel like an idiot. I've been singing the Peter Gunn thing uh, theme every time I hear Peter Wolf. It's so. still a good theme. Um, yeah, uh, Buddy's House of Food enjoyed all the picks yesterday. What's up, Roland? I always forget Roland and Buddy are the same guy. It's this, it's like Roland is his real name and then Buddy is his maybe it's his restaurant. I don't know. I'm <laughs> so, not your Buddy guy. It's uh, speak. I love Buddy Guy by the way. You like Buddy Guy? Chicago, uh, yeah, Chicago Blues? Absolutely. Uh, somebody's asking about Thomas Bo getting right to it, asking about the Citadel. Scott, got any thoughts on the Citadel this afternoon, this evening? Uh, Citadel have been kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team because they're really good at home for some reason, but they're not that good on the road. But Mercer has been a team that has been 
Well, they're 15 and 14, so they've just been consistently meh. Is that yeah. one way to put it? Yeah. I think they they've were... been good at home, but I'm actually going to lean to the points. I think it's a few too many. Mercer is a team that's offensively inconsistent or just not very good. And the Citadel, even though defensively they're a mess at times, can shoot the three ball pretty well. Yep. So if the Citadel can make some shots, I think they'll keep it close. I'm going to lean to the Citadel, but I'm not going to have any action on the game. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm probably with you. This Mercer Bears team is a team I've got behind before, and they've kind of stuck it to me uh, right in the honey jar, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Citadel is dead to Scott. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that was for totals, though. That wasn't side-related. Uh, very How about good. the Citadel, by the way? They went under against Samford after like 200 points in the first meeting. I know, dude. It's damn psycho team. Dude. I know it really is. Um, we talked about that before about how much stock you put in previous performance. And I'll tell you, and we've got one cooked up on a spoiler alert, but we've got one. It's going to be on the farm where we, we do take into account the previous, uh, the previous result only because the team that we're on won on the road, one uncovered yep. on the road. But if you're as far as totals go on the road and things like that, first of all, you got to look and see who's hurt. If anybody was hurt, and then depending on how deep you want to dive, you can look into officials, you can look into the fouls called, all that kind of shit, and how that matches up with their year-long performances. Somebody asking about Colgate, Holy Cross. Yeah, these are the conference games we talk about where you just ended up end, end up laying a shit ton of points, laying, I don't know, 12 with Colgate. This is uh, my play of the day. Uh, I have Holy Cross team total under. I just am not sure how they're supposed to score. Yeah, they're a team, they're a team that just flat out really can't score. Uh, and Colgate defensively has been really good in conference play for the last couple of weeks. Uh, except for except for that Army game. Except, the Army game, don't worry about the Army game. We don't talk about that. I don't know if the Army, if they pulled out howitzers or what that, what, that, what happened there, but other than All that... All the other ones were good. Yeah, they haven't they haven't given up 70 in, you know, a, 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 almost a month except that Army game. So, I don't hate that. As far as laying 12... I'm, I'm not taking I, Holy Cross, I, man. I, Oh God! I, but I, I can't. I mean, that's you, the thing, though. You don't know what to factor in for the first meeting. But Colgate's the best team in the Patriot. I think we'd agree with that. Yeah. Holy Cross isn't the worst team for once. Congratulations, they're still bottom three. But you look at the first meeting, and Colgate won by twenty-seven. Wasn't really close. Yep. I just don't know if Holy Cross really has the athletes to remain competitive in this game, regardless of who's at home. I just don't. I don't see it. Yeah. I you? Yeah, see, that's the thing. There was a 12 and a half, 16 and a half point spread. They beat them by 27, lines down to 12. So inferring that what you will, I, I, I can't, I just, I'm, a, I'm, I'm going to pass. I can't take Holy Cross here, and I don't want to lay 12 on the road in, in a conference game. I, just, I think don't. if you're taking Holy Cross, you're just blindly parlaying it with the under because I don't Should. exactly expect Holy Cross to score yeah. in this game. So, so seven and six and a half. So you get your team total somewhere around 63 and a half or so. That was my play today. Is that, is that what you got it at? Yep. 63. I believe it was minus 105. Yeah. I don't hate that. Uh, our Rivera 911 asking a great question. Ninja wants to know about Wisconsin. Um, let's take the Michigan thing first. Michigan rally or fall apart without Joan Howard, Scott? Uh, depends on the schedule because Michigan has been kind of a team that, can beat up on the weaker teams, but against any team with a pulse, you never know what you're going to get. And Rutgers has been a team that we know is very good at home. On the road, not really, but they did beat Wisconsin. So they did have a nice road win recently. I think I'm just blindly going to take the points with Rutgers because of Michigan's distractions at this point, right? I mean, mm -hmm. they, have no, they have a new head coach for this game. 
You have, I'm not sure if the players got suspended for throwing the punches, but the point is there's been a lot of off the court stuff going on technically on the court, but you know what I mean? I'm going to take the team with less distractions. I'll go with Rutgers. You? Okay, I think that's solid. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same camp there. I want to, I kind of take a wait and see approach. Uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota. This is kind of my second place play for the play of the day. I just, I just about had this one. I, I, mean, I like the Iowa State game a little bit better, but uh, I'm not a fan of this Minnesota team right now. I don't think they're playing. Probably because they're bad. I don't think they're playing good basketball. Wisconsin has jobbed me on occasion, but if I'm playing that, I'm laying. I'm laying the fire. I agree. Minnesota's won two straight home games, but they beat Penn State and Northwestern. Now they're facing Wisconsin, who's competing for first place in the conference. It's a bit of a step up. And Johnny Davis remembered how to shoot again. So they finally have their best offensive player back on track. Minnesota, if you just watch them play, they just don't have many weapons offensively. And Wisconsin has been a pretty underrated offensive team all season long. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Uh, of course, the defense isn't quite as good as it's been in years past, but it's still very good. You know, I know what people are looking at. They're looking at the first game of this series when uh, Wisconsin was at home. They won by six, failed to cover the number. They were double-digit uh, favorites there. But this Minnesota team just—they just don't do well against good teams. Um, I like—I like I, I watch them lose on the road to Penn State by like thirty the other week. I know that they're at home for this one, but Minnesota is just so much worse in terms of talent. Yeah, I agree. I, I got—I got Wisconsin there. Uh, somebody asked if we saw the end of the UConn uh, Nova game. Uh, We're going to talk about it. Yes, we are, and yes, we did. Um, one more, and then we'll get to our stuff. South Carolina plus two over Mississippi State. That's a bold play right there. This Mississippi State team has found a way to play just good enough to lose most times. Uh, pretty good basketball team. It just can't seem to close the deal. What do you think about that one, bud? Seems like a true coin flip to me because South Carolina is just not very good. Mississippi State should be better than its overall record. I think we'd agree the talent is there for this team to be better than they are. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they just can't piece it for 40. They can piece it for, I'd say, 30 minutes in any given game. And then the last 10 minutes, they punt the entire thing. Is that a fair way to describe their season? Yeah, that's just about right. So I don't hate the play, but I look at it as a coin flip. So I don't mind the plus two. I'll take the points. I'm good with that. South Carolina, uh, decent. Uh, Four and one over the last five against the spread. Eight and six in conference play. So... Yeah. Do 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 Mississippi State. Do 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 do. If you know what I mean. Um. Okay. Let's talk about yesterday, man. Uh, we got to get to this because there's a lot, of, a lot of weird things that went on yesterday. So let's uh, let's do it. Um. Do, 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 do. Davidson in or out today? Uh. Steve T. I don't disagree with that. Davidson, good team, under the radar. They need to start. Uh, they need to start making some statements. I agree with that. All right, let's take a look and see what happened yesterday. You know, uh, you know, there was good news, there was bad news, there was winners, there was whiners, there's people that took it in the shorts, and there's people that took it to the bank, and you know who you are, but now everybody else is going to find out. By the way, guys, uh, don't forget, uh, I, I didn't even put this up, it's, it's uh, humping to please. Is there, You ever see a truck that used to say humping to please? Uh, it might be a good thing that I haven't. Had a camel on there that kind of looked like an octopus. It was a weird logo, but anyway. And, of course, okay. don't forget to like and subscribe, or everybody's getting teed up. Okay? Just saying. <laughs> it's kind of a – they call that a prelude, Scott. Yeah, it's a che prelude. It's Chekhov's gun. 
you know, you know, Chekhov's gun mm-hmm. is, you know, you don't show, yeah. you don't show the gun. Okay, that's that's mm-hmm. that's it right there. So, uh, and to, of course, check out our uh, our partners over there at Bet MGM as they're still doing their deal. We just checked right before the show, and it's still going on. Uh, they got their two great deals going on. Of course, the NBA will be back tomorrow, ten bucks. Anybody shoots a three pointer, you get two hundred, and they're still offering the thousand dollar first bet on them, basically up to a gur. All you got to do is throw ten dollars or more in there. And you will have the uh, you will have a basic free bet. So yeah, there you go. Check that out. All the information, of course, is in the show box. Void where prohibited is available only where BetMGM is available. Obvi, and of course you must be twenty one to play and seek help if you do have a problem with the sports betting. So anyway, let's find out who was the uh, who were the happy people and the sad people yesterday in uh, today's edition of uh, you know the drill. Call the cops. All right, very good. Man, why do I have that mic? I got it. Hang on. There, get off of there. There we go. Call the cops. <laughs> All right, finally, I get everything squared away there, Scott. Sorry for the delay. And let's start. Uh, hey, let's start in college basketball. <laughs> Villanova plus one and a half going up against UConn. Villanova, you led by four points with 22 seconds left. UConn, three-pointer, turnover by Villanova. UConn layup, offensive foul. Villanova fouled with 0.2 seconds left. UConn made the first one, and they missed the second one on purpose. Congratulations, Villanova lost by two. Oof, 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 oof. Ugly, ugly, Scott. Ugly game indeed. Now, you brought up an interesting point that some people on Twitter were bitching about, and what was that? A lot of people on Twitter were complaining that UConn minus two or two and a half was just a bad beat because he missed the free throw at the end on purpose. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Do you know how lucky you are to go from down four to up one with two free throws with .2 seconds on the clock? You had an offensive foul. You had a jump ball, which resulted in a change of possession. If you're complaining about pushing on UConn minus two, you really don't know what a bad beat is because it's a miracle you even got your money back. Okay. Do you so, agree? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, t- I do totally agree with that. I, I think people misidentified where the bad beat was there. So, all right. Got another one? All right. Uh, yeah, so looking at the second one, if you had San Diego State on the money line against Boise, you led by one point and you had two free throws with seven seconds left. The Aztecs, not known for being a great free throw shooting team, they missed both. Then Boise got the ball and got fouled with one second left. And Boise, of course, made both free throws. San Diego State money line, rip it up. Oh, God. Just ridiculous. Oh, man. If you had the Billikens of St. Louis minus 11 and a half, they led by 14. Fuck me. They led by 14 with under two seconds left. The bank, it's open, Scott. St. Joe banked it in. Three-pointer at the buzzer. St. Louis wins by 11. They're still happy. They're celebrating. You know what betters are doing? Cussing their name. Cussing their name. If you had St. Louis minus 11 and a half, Oh, what a great player for 47 minutes 
or for 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 thirty nine minutes and uh, what fifty eight seconds. It's yeah, the last. It's the last two seconds that get you, Scott. Call the cops. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So there was some good. By the, news. By the way, Summer, you were one hundred percent right. There was actually no need for UConn to miss the free throw because you're up two with point two seconds on the clock. It's actually impossible for the other team to score three points with less than point four on the clock. So you're not wrong, but they just decided to miss it on purpose anyway. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, there was some good news out there, Scott. These are the people that uh, probably listen to us, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, you know where you are. You were sitting uh, right where you wanted to be sitting because you were sitting in the rocking chair. So, first one, we're going to go to college basketball. If you had Iowa minus six against Michigan State, I did. What about? 14 at half, and they won by 26. What happened to Michigan State there, buddy? Um, They got killed. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, there you go. If you had the Miamis of Florida, not the... Uh... Not not the not the uh, not the Red Hawks, but the Hurricanes. Uh, Pittsburgh is so bad, man. They, they <laughs> so bad. They just they they really are. Uh, Miami led by 20, 20 at halftime. They win by twenty one. Uh, congratulations if you faded Pittsburgh once again because you were sitting in the rocking chair. And the last one, if you had Georgia and Texas A and M over one forty five and a half, each half had at least eighty three points. Game landed 168. All right. So, oh, excuse me. So, Scott, <laughs> you make a lot of tennis plays. Sometimes you do well. Sometimes you take a tough beat. But uh, I think you had something you happened yesterday that maybe is something that's never happened to you before. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Let's... I've had plays that have been canceled or voided before, but not for this exact reason. Well, if you follow Rachel on Twitter, as you all should, then this won't be a surprise. For the rest of you, let's find out who's wearing the golden feedback today in the Wednesday edition of Donkey of the Day. I will definitely let you take this one. So even though it's going to involve the tournament in Acapulco, it's actually not Alexander Zverev for being thrown out of the tournament for almost assaulting a chair umpire. So that's an honorable mention. Wasn't even in that wasn't even the actual donkey of the day. It was going to be John Milman for what happened in my play that I matched yesterday. I had the over 22 and a half first set tie break exactly where you want it. It's one nothing in the second set. Milman serving. It's going to be advantage to Giron or it's deuce at the moment. Milman hits a ball out. Giron hits it back to him. And Milman, in between points, accidentally smacks a tennis ball into his own eye, which injured Milman. They took a medical timeout. He played three more points and realized, I can't see. And he proceeded to retire from the match. My play got voided, but Milman went home. He posted a photo on Twitter a couple of hours later with an eye patch. So there you go. How did he hit himself? Was he bouncing the ball, like getting ready for the serve? How did he hit himself in the eye with the ball? So Giron hit the ball back to him. Milman's walking away from him towards the service line. 
and he sees the ball, he looks over his shoulder. So he takes the racket and he tries to like angle it so it'll deflect into his hand. Right. And I guess he just misjudged the trajectory because it ricocheted off of the actual racket right into the eye. And then he immediately just collapsed. And there you go. He had to retire from the match. There you go. Good grief. I have never seen an injury like that before in my life. Uh, I posted it on Twitter. It got picked up by an official Australian news outlet. And then it got copyrighted. So I had to take down the video. Good Damn times. It. Damn it. Good times. All right. So there was a game last night that you and I were both on the uh, on the right side of, and we were on the right side of the total as well. But uh, we didn't think it was probably going to go quite this high. Let's find out, Scott. The odds makers, if when it came to this came into this game, you were definitely drunk. So in the Big Twelve, the wheat state rivalry between Kansas and Kansas State, they squared off in round two last night, and uh, of course I talked to you about that. I had. Kansas winning big is my play of the day, and that's exactly what happened. Is uh, they had very little mercy there, and uh, the total is what we were t- wanted to talk about here because the total was set at one forty one and a half, and that seemed a little low to you and I. We both liked the over there, but it went way over. Each half had at least eighty nine points. That game landed 185, and that was with KU pulling the regulars for about the last four and a half, five minutes. Pulled them right before the four-minute TV timeout. They could have put another 10 on there. This this certainly, it could have landed 150. KU could have named their number there. Uh, Yeah. As for the actual total, it wasn't close. When you go over by 40-plus, that's going to be uh, nods makers are drunk. Yeah. Yeah, this could it could have gone it could have been close to two hundred if they if they don't wanted it. Mm-hmm. So it was that was an ugly game. It uh, sometimes you sometimes you get them right and look like a genius, and that was one of those times. So keep that in your back pocket the next time I tell you something, and nothing that I predict happens uh, actually comes true. So remember the time I got the KU game right. So yeah. All right, bud. Uh, let's catch up with the comment section here. What do we got going on, man? Wake Forest minus three, yes. My uh, Wyoming plus seven. Who's Wyoming? It got to be Colorado State if they're getting seven, right? Yeah, it's Colorado State. Uh, Give me Cowboys. I was gonna say it seems like the books are easily pricing Colorado State as being the best team in the conference. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it's close based on the spreads that you've actually seen with this team. Do you agree with that? Uh, at the end of the day, probably. I, like, I think it's very, very close between Colorado State and Wyoming. I was going to say Colorado State and Boise State. Um, I think Wyoming may be a half a step behind. We'll find out tonight. I think I'm off on Boise. Are you? Just watching the last couple. They win. I, I just don't think that they are as impressive as Wyoming. Wyoming can actually go on the road and beat some people. Boise seems to win pretty much all of their key games at home. So I do think Wyoming's a bit more consistent just based on how they play on the road as well. But you got basically one guy on Colorado State, right? I mean, you got Roddy. That's basically it, isn't it? At least he's the main weapon. And their defense. Yeah. But as far as offensively goes, yeah, that's pretty much the case. Yeah, Bryce, I'm not taking Wyoming money line just because I think it's very tough to go into Colorado and win that game. But the spread does seem a little bit high. First game went to overtime. Wyoming won. I see Colorado State winning, but by around four, 
give or take. I yeah. just think the spread seems a bit too large. Yeah, I would I would have taken Wyoming blind until they started and then started looking into it. Wyoming seven and two as a dog, eight and three on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ten and three against teams with winning records. Nothing there dissuades me from taking a spin with the Cowboys. I, I like the Cowboys in the points there for sure. Uh, somebody was asking about the. Uh, uh, where did I see it? The uh, Providence game. I mean, I like Providence. The line is definitely odd because Providence, even though they did not cover against Butler, they still won. But they have one home loss this entire season. They are competing for first place in the conference. And Xavier's lost four or five. And yet, Ken Palm absolutely despises this team. Hates him. I don't know if Ken Palm's daughter got rejected from Providence <laughs> or something, but Providence is like his most hated team because Xavier is ranked ahead of Providence in overall Ken Palm rating, even though Providence is significantly higher in the conference stand. Yep. Yep. Higher in the higher in the national rankings, higher in the standings. But uh, the analytics hate that team. And uh, I'm taking Providence. Like you're 14 and one at home. Yeah, like, you, you I, and I, I feel like that line's too. Long. You and I probably spent 10 minutes of our meeting time talking about this game because it, the, it didn't make any sense. No. But I'm not going to say no to Providence. No, I can't. I, I'm going to lay a short price with with Providence. Absolutely. Yo, Samford. Samford against Furman. Let me look him up here. What do you got, bud? Well, Furman won the first meeting by about 70. So that's why you always have to keep in mind the home road splits with some of these teams because if you just go by the first meeting, Furman should be favored by like 20. Because <laughs> that was a damn bloodbath. They killed this team. Right. But Sanford is actually very good at home. 12-2 and two straight up. They are 5-6 and six ATS. Money's coming in on the under. I don't agree with it. I like the over yeah. in this game just because Furman – I think worst case scenario can walk into 80 because I've seen them do it before. Uh, if you listen to the show regularly, you know that Furman team totals have been a bit underpriced for pretty much the entire year. Furman can just walk into 90 against any team with no defense at all. Mm-hmm. And I think they should score 80 here. I think Sanford could score at home. I like the over. I think this game's going to get into the one fifties. It's interesting. Yeah. Furman, a great three point shooting team. Um, uh... Shoots thirty eight point four percent overall, thirty nine percent on the road from distance. That's uh, that's that's fairly impressive. They don't play good defense as far as the perimeter goes. Yeah, I don't hate the uh, I don't hate the over there at all. Um, Furman got uh, kind of stung by Wofford a little bit, but they're a team that can they're inconsistent is is their problem. But they 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 weirdly do better on the road. But Wofford's also tricky because Wofford plays so slow. True that they automatically drag down like all of the offensive numbers for their team and for the other team. Sanford wants to run. So I do think you'll end up seeing pace. Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably true. Five and a half for the home team. Uh, for the road team. Huh? Road team. Well I know your home team getting five. Oh sorry, getting, sorry. My bad. I'll t- I'll take the team that's won five straight. Okay. I'll take for a minute. I'll take Sanford in the points here. A little little uh little revenge. How about that? I'm just looking at the over. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Furman couldn't score last time, so they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to do a better job. I mean, Sanford couldn't score last time, so they're gonna have to do a better job than that. Uh, Kentucky kick LSU laying it. Yep, I agree with that, Jim. I'm, I like they're, they're 16 and 0 at home. I mean, even in, even with a pretty underwhelming first half against Alabama, while that was close, 
second half came out and they absolutely blitzed them. I mean, they were up 16 in the blink of an eye. Like, they really just have a gear. Now, LSU is a great defensive team. But offensively, they are extremely consistent. And on the road, they are not very good. So, I like the under in this game. LSU ranks third in defensive efficiency. So, I do think that they should be able to at least slow down Kentucky. But Kentucky is 21st on defense. The total does seem a little bit high to me at 142 and a half. I'm going to go with the under. Okay. You? Uh, yeah, I do like I do like Kentucky there. I'm probably a little less bullish on the on the under as you. Okay. Uh, I'd take I'd take a small lean the other way there as far as the total goes. Uh, he checked tonight for Auburn, Scott. This is a team that's uh, uh, pretty damn good at home. In fact, they're 13 and one against the number. Uh, in their friendly confines. But they are laying a huge number tonight to Ole Miss, laying 15 and a half or so, give or take. <sighs> can Auburn beat someone by... Can they Can they beat Ole Miss by 15 and a half? Ole Miss sucks. So it's definitely possible. Auburn, of course, is a very solid home team. 14 and 0, 12 and 2 ATS. But... For whatever reason, Auburn's one of those teams that every time I watch them play, they look awful. Yeah. And every time I don't watch them play, they kill everybody. So if anyone wants to bet on Auburn or bet against Auburn, let me know, and I can maybe watch the game on your behalf. They, they are definitely a different team on the road. Is They're, they're coming off the uh, two-point win over Georgia, one-point uh, loss to, uh, to our, one, our win over Mizzou. Four-point loss to Arkansas on the road. At one point, loss to Florida. So you must be watching them in the, on the road because they do much better at home. Definitely true. But every time I've seen them play, they have looked extremely underwhelming. But Ole Miss really is pretty bad. <laughs> they are really, really bad. I'll be, I'll be bold. I'll, I'll take Auburn to cover. I'll take them okay. to cover the big number. Uh, Preston, I'm going to go with Ole Miss for the hell of it. Somebody said, "What did somebody say?" Oh, I need an, I need a nap. I got to stay staying up all night. Um, yeah, sorry guys. Uh, Iowa State money line, yes, yes, I like Over, it. Overtake me on Country Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that team's terrible. Yep. Uh, your your St. John's minus the five in the hook. They've looked really good last couple of games. I know Creighton has historically given St. John's some problems. This year's Creighton team significantly weaker than most years. A lot of money on the over. I don't mind that. I think pace will be a huge factor in this game. I probably would go St. John's. They've looked really good at home. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I don't. I don't know about your total. Uh, Creighton defense is not bad. Not bad. It's mostly about pace. God. Um, Houston, eight and a half. God. I don't know what to think of this Houston team. I, I want to like them so much. I know. I know. Um, Tulane, not a good team, not bad against the number, 15 and eight against the number overall. Uh, yeah, here's your Houston numbers. 14, 11 is a favorite four and four on the road against the number six and seven in conference. And they won in double overtime against Wichita. Congrats, I guess. Like, I I don't like, that's not exactly a great result. You know, they won. I know. They didn't cover. I know. Uh, two, two lane, 11 and three in conference against the number. Yeah. 
Hunter's got his uh, players playing hard. I got to do it. I, I, I'll take I'll take Tulane in the points at home. I just yeah, you know, and, I, I, that's how I'm looking. And at again, it. you know, we could look, we could have egg on our face. It could be a 25 point Houston victory. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and shit starts rolling downhill. Uh, one more from uh, Preston uh, Davidson. Team total over 72 and a half. Uh, we both we both like Davidson there. Let me check a look. I mean, I'm not a Duquesne guy, so. The Dukes. Uh, what is it? Seventy-two and a half. I actually just realized that Duquesne's one and eleven ATS at home. Oh God. Yeah. One and eleven ATS at home. Oh. Three and ten. Three and ten in conference. Yeah, not good. I, that's so bad. That is so bad. I knew that they weren't good. I didn't realize it was that bad ATS at home. That's that's a joke. Davidson, on the other hand, ten and four on the road, um, as far as the, the spread goes, but just five and nine in conference. So, pick your poison there, my friend. Uh, is the is Davidson the safe play playing over there? I think it has to be if you think they're going to either a cover or b just do whatever they want offensively. But I mean, one and eleven ATS at home. I yeah. I just assume you're awful at that point. Yeah, agree. They are. You know, this is a Duquesne team that gave up seventy three to G Dub. Uh, that's not that's not a good look at all. Looks like any team with a pulse puts up that kind of those kind of numbers. Richmond seventy four, St. Louis seventy seven. These are all home games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dayton seventy two, Fordham seventy two, UMass seventy four. Yikes! I see Magellan asking me about tennis. He's asking me about Tommy Paul and straight sets against Lahovich. Uh, truth is, I was actually kind of torn on that match. I know Paul's done well head-to-head. He's looked pretty good recently. I've just never been a Tommy Paul guy. I Straight sets, possibly. I saw the spread was four and a half or four. I think it was four. That seems a little bit high. I think Lahovich keeps it somewhat close. But will he win a set? I don't really know. Sorry, Magellan. I, I'm just not a big Tommy Paul guy. Somebody was asking about the... Uh... Oh yeah, dude! It's the uh, it's it's my bright orange shirt, Elliot. It's it's bright orange shirt day, and it it has looked even more glaring in the past. Um, Avs in regulation, Tampa Bay in regulation. Taking the Avs to win the game in regulation? How could you? Oh, what are they like the best record in the league by far? Yeah, they are. They but they go to overtime a lot, but they do on the road against Detroit. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I don't mind a team total over there. No. They might just walk into four. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, what was the other one they were asking about? Uh, the other one was Tampa. Oh, Tampa Bay over Edmonton. <sighs> I like Colorado better. Edmonton's been playing okay that's, since they switched coaches, though. They made my, the move. That's my problem, yeah. Edmonton. Regulation, meh. I don't, I don't really have a strong opinion on that one. No, this is an Edmonton team that's what, won five of six? Playing some I mean, good. That's the thing about new coaches. I mean, we saw even with Vancouver when they picked up Boudreaux midway through the season. They won, what, like nine in a row after that? Yeah. Like eight in a row after that? So yeah. even though teams for the whole season might be underwhelming, always keep in mind new coaches and changes to the coaching staff because all it takes is a spark, and then something clicks immediately. Now, long term, Edmonton's going to go back to where they were before. But in the short term, they've been playing a lot better. Getting that sugar rush, man. Getting that sugar yeah. rush for sure. Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't love that. I think Edmonton might step up there. Um, I got three neon green shirts on sale, and my wife wants them to go to Goodwill. 
Oh man. I, I would I would I would wear a neon green shirt, no question about it. Uh Tampa Bay Edmonton over. Yeah, don't hate that. What are we getting it at? Just six? Are we getting it at a flat six? Uh I don't so want to check that. Yeah, six, I'm gonna assume it's six and a half. I, it is. I got six and a half. I was I was sort of sort of hoping there, hope sort of hoping out loud for the uh, for the six, but no, it's six and a half. I'm still okay with that. Um, hammer time. That's excellent. Uh, uh, Magellan, when you say you guys, I'm assuming that's just me because I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm the ten I'm the tennis guy. <laughs> I will I will gladly gladly hand you that that title. You are you are the tennis guy. Uh, Indian Wells right around the corner, so. Got that going for you, which mm-hmm. looking forward to it. It's a good time. <laughs> I guess we're going to do a NASCAR show again on Friday. So let's go. Does, does Chris know that we're having uh, a NASCAR show on Friday? Not yet. Um, okay. he, he knows it's a possibility. So I've got him. Okay. War- I've got him warming up in the bullpen. He's not coming in so, cold. So tell him to possibly keep a schedule open. Yeah, keep your keep okay. that keep that hour open. And uh, I made up a I made up a new scoring system, and it pretty much uh, I tried to come up with a new and creative way to make me look better for being in last place. I'm assuming I'm in first place because I had the one guy who finished top ten out of all nine racers that we talked about. Scott can do a bowling show. I absolutely could do a bowling show, buddy. Um, I wish I wish you could bet on bowling because I. I'm sure you can if you dig hard enough. Maybe I, if you find a bowling line. You can bet on anything. Let me know. We found lines for Little League Baseball. You're telling me you can't find a bowling line? I'm just you saying. You can bet on snooker. Like, come on. I'm Snook- sure you can bet on bowling. Snooker's big in Europe, man. Yeah. Are we in Europe? <laughs> Bowling's huge over there. You can bet on darts in Europe. You know, you can bet on anything you want. Axe throwing. Have you ever been to one of the axe throwing places? Uh, I've been in there. I've actually never swung an axe. How could you go in there and not throw it? I think, I forgot the exact occasion, but I think that the place I went to, like, had it on the side. But it wasn't a full axe throwing place, so we just didn't do it. Don't I tease think. me, JC. Don't say hi, lie unless you mean it. If we had a, if we had a fronton with, the, I would be there like twice, two or three times a week. I I love fucking hi, lie. It is it is a fantastic game to watch. The speed of the ball, it's unbelievable. It's 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 a lot of fun. If you guys are in Florida, I think that's the only place they do it. They used to do it in Connecticut. And I think it's closed down. So the only place you can go is Florida. There's a couple places. I love Highlight. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, $50 day pass to Indian Wells. Man, if I was on the West Coast, I'd be there every day. I do, like, deal. I do like watching tennis. I've, I've been to a lot of uh, tennis stuff. I, I like watching the game. I don't, I don't follow close enough to bet on it, but yeah, I, I appreciate the game. It's cool. Uh, Highlight beer is excellent as well. Uh, I never had Highlight beer. I'll have to check that out. You know, JC, and I did hear that beer tastes better when you win. Than when you lose. That's true. I did hear that somewhere. Very true. Uh, Bronco Devil used to play racquetball. I've still I've still got my stuff in the closet. I've got my goggles and my racket and all that. They closed down. They used to have the. They used to have racquetball at the Y, which was really cool. You could just be a member of the Y. You could go there and swim and play racquetball. But fuck, closed. New Tennessee orange shirt. Uh, the old the older shirt was taller. Add more yellow. Yeah, Vols got colors from the, the daisies on Summit Hill. That is a lot of backstory, Preston. Uh, Joan. Hey, what's up, Joan? Long time no see. She likes Vermont tonight. The cat of ounce. It's a lot of points for a road team. Vermont's clearly the best team in the conference, but doesn't that seem a little bit high? Like Vermont clinched the conference already. Like I know that you can make an argument. They want to improve their resume, whatever. Yep. 
do they really like they're not getting an out of they're not getting an at large bid like aren't they just stalling for the conference tournament at this point well but i mean you still i think you still want to keep momentum going into the tournament you don't you don't want to i think you do too but i'm just i have to at least bring up vermont's momentum or lack thereof i I don't really know what they're playing for they're just playing out the strength it does seem like a lot of points uh vermont beat them by 31 uh, a couple weeks ago but this is a Binghamton team that can kind of jump up and and, uh, and bite you on occasion. They play slow. They play decent defense. I like the under. But yeah, uh, what's it at? Is it at one forty? Nope, one thirty-eight and a half. Yeah, I'd lean under there. I mean, if if you're picturing Vermont oh, winning, fuck. If you think Vermont covers, then you're automatically penciling Binghamton in for what, like fifty-five? Yeah. Like I, I think you're. I think the top. magic number for Binghamton is going to be sixty. Maybe I mean this is a, this is a Vermont team that is, it definitely scores. They're no question about that. They're going to put some points up. I'm looking at the pace though. I'm just assuming that the game will mostly be in the half court. Yeah, well, uh, would the first would the first one land one thirty three? That's why I'm looking at the under. But all right, I'll, I'll go the other way. I'll take Binghamton. The I'll take the over. But I also kind of wonder. I I didn't do any research on that, but I am curious because Vermont's in one of those spots where they have already clinched the one seed in the conference tournament. And you know that you're not going to get an at-large bid. So a couple of these conference losses don't really hurt you that much because you still have to win the conference tournament anyway. True. Do you start to just kick it on autopilot, just waiting for the conference tournament? I don't know. They don't seem to. They don't seem to. Going to send Sissy Paws home tonight. Okay. I actually thought about giving out a play on Wolf just because Sissy Paws, I know he beat, uh, I'm going to butcher the name, DeGier in straight sets yesterday. He didn't look good. I'll tell you that much. I mean, Sitsipas is still playing okay in the grand scheme, but he's definitely overvalued by the markets. Wolf had a nice win in three sets against Sonigo, but I do think Sitsipas wins. Wolf can take a set, though. It wouldn't surprise me. Elliot says, good luck to everybody. I'm about to go grab a Henny Colada. No, okay. no, I say. I heard it's more efficient if you take out the culotta. Oh, I say no to that. I'm sorry. Uh, gonna give the old can. <laughs> the Elliot's old... a big fan. Elliot's philosophy in life is anything is possible. Nice, nice. I, I know you didn't make that up, did you? I did not. All right, very good. All right, buddy. Anything else you like tonight? Grand Canyon should win by twenty if they're motivated. That's another team that's jumped up and bit me. You, you start looking at them; they're a good team. They, they've got mm-hmm. good, they've got good pieces, and they just seem to underperform too many times for my for my taste. Of course, they're playing the dreaded Chicago State tonight, Scott. Um, Gr Chicago State's burned me too this season, but I, I got to go with the anteater. I, I got to go with the uh, the antelopes. Is it the antelopes? Yeah, Grand Canyon. I was trying Antelope. to remember the name. I was like, Ant- I'm like, no, it's, it's Antelopes. Yeah, it's Antelopes. And Chicago State is what? The Fire? Uh, Chicago State is the... Cougars. Cougars, yeah. Cougars, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel can't... like that's, that number's right where it should be. Yeah, I can't I can't get behind Chicago State. It's a Grand Canyon team that hasn't been scoring a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pass, but... I had, if I had, I'd just out of snap reflex take the road dog. I'd take the home dog. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd pass too. 70 degrees in New York. What? A little bit of wind in here. 
Uh, yeah, if it's February in 70, you know there's going to be a south wind coming. Um, Furman or Sanford? About Furman or Sanford? What did we decide on that? Uh, I was looking at the over. Yeah. I know you said you thought about Sanford. Yep, that's exactly right. Texas I know State. you're ready. Um, oh, Bronco Devil writing it down. Very good. Thanks, buddy. Uh, somebody said we helped them recover from oral surgery. And, man, that's a... That's very that's very cool. Um, thought it was wearing a flame shirt. No, it's just on fire. So, yeah, whoever said I can't I can't find the comment. But whoever said that, uh, you're welcome. Um, I got I'm probably looking at some myself. I got a couple of sore teeth and things I'm gonna have to have fucked with here in a little while. So, I can relate. I have with my wisdom teeth, but I haven't gotten them pulled or anything. Uh, that's no fun. They definitely need to be pulled. I just haven't. It's not, it's not horrible. They put you out for it. So, I mean, you know. It's hard. I just mean in general. Most people get it pulled. I could tell it's not growing in properly. But if it doesn't hurt me, then why would I do it? If it starts hurting me, then I'll take care of That's it. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, I mean, they can come in okay. Hmm? So, uh, Syracuse going over tonight, Scott. Last one. I'm leaning to the under there. Uh, I At first glance, I was looking at the over. But there has been under money. Mm-hmm. It seems a bit sharp to me because I'm not sure who's sprinting to bet an under with Syracuse. Yeah, I agree. Um, if you wanted to play over there, I'd probably be more involved in a team total for Notre nah, Dame, and, and that's kind of our, that was our that was our silver medal pick, by the way. Mm. We were looking really hard at Notre Dame, and then we're, we're seeing the Syracuse team that's won six or seven, and like, yeah, we can find something better. So, all right, let's do it, buddy. Let's uh, let's uh, let's get ready, man. It's it's Hump Day. It's time to get on your good hump day overalls, put on your straw cap, adjust that bad boy just right, get your keys out, climb aboard your John Deere, and fire that bad boy up, because once again, kids, it is time to bet that farm. Scott, I believe we had a farm play yesterday involving M-I-Z-Z-O-U. How did that go? We backed the team in the orange shirts. And you're wearing an orange shirt, so clearly they cover. Cue to banjos! Yeah. All right, there you go. And is uh, another bet the farm winner is a, a faded my alma mater in uh, in the Missouri Tigers. Ain't afraid to do it, man. Ain't ain't afraid to do it. I, I go where the, I go where the money is, not not where my heart is. So. Uh, Let's take a look and see what we've got cooked up for tonight. We're going to go a little more under the radar with tonight's pick. We're going to play Arkansas State, the Red Wolves, minus the three points. And, uh, yeah, here comes the uh, – wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute wait a, stop that. Sorry, bud. Logistical problems here. Where is it? Where is it? Let me show me. There it is. Okay, there you go. Arkansas State minus three. Why? Why would you do that, you might ask? Well, here you go. Arkansas State has won 10 of its first 12 home games. They are 6-3 and three against the number. Meanwhile, the Chanticleers have lost five of its first seven games away from home. Arkansas State, they have played this meeting before. We talked about this. Arkansas State won the first meeting on the road by seven. And finally, if you want to geek out on your Ken Palm stuff, Arkansas State ranks 135th in defensive efficiency. Coastal Carolina, 171st. Not bueno. Not bueno at all. We like Arkansas State here to take care of business. Arkansas State, minus the three. Yeah, not really much more to add. I just think it's the better team playing a pretty short price at home. 
Very good. All right, and that's going to do it for the farm. That's going to do it for the Wednesday edition of Heading Back to the Window. As always, we appreciate you guys stopping by. Don't forget to listen to our pals Jim Williams and Chris King every day doing their thing, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, just parlays. And, yeah, Friday we'll be doing the NASCAR show. And, of course, we do this show each and every day at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as we do our very best to help you guys in our never-ending journey to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.